Let's like, kick it off. Let's kick it off right. This son of a bitch. It's gonna happen. We're about to take a journey. A journey through time and stuff. Thanks for listening. Kablarg Online Dating. Fellas, are you tired of spending your nights playing Worlds of Warcraft? My fingers are so tired from clicking all day, I just want some boobs to squeeze. Ladies, are you tired of spending countless nights in your studio apartment watching Sex in the City while pretending not to masturbate and crying? Simultaneously? I, I'm on team Mr. Big. Aiden can suck it. Cabrillarg Online Dating Service will prepare you to wine, dine, and swine your lady all the way to Pleasure Town. Man, that sounds fun, but, but what's a swine? Pig style? Never heard of it? It's the best style. Hello, Billy McSingerhart here, co-founder of Kablog. See, Kablog Online Dating Service will teach you how to be a silver-tongued, handsome, and fertile Billy Shakespeare. Kablog's Online Dating has taken my life from Hamlet to Romeo and Piglet, because I'll be doing it swine style every night. Sloppy buckets! Buddy. Thanks. Yo, everybody. What's up? How you doing out there? This is another journey through time and stuff. We got a sick beat just to uh, make you guys feel yeah. good about uh, yourselves. Yeah. We want you guys Old to get hyped up. Stick. We yeah. want you guys to be like, oh, man. Finally, oh. maybe you're in your car. <laughs> you know, maybe you're at the gym. Mr. Scatman. <laughs> but we want you to be excited maybe about you're life. Yeah, maybe you're a woman. Maybe you're a man Mr. wanting to be a woman or a woman wanting to be a man. It doesn't matter. All that stuff. It's soul. It's it's who. You be yourself. And you love that. And you look inside. And look inside. And you spread your little seed. Deep you make inside. that seed a positive one. You make that tree cast shadows or over the haters because they don't deserve the sun. True that. Right? True that. And you just, you be that tree. And you freaking soak in all those rays. And you just get bigger, baby. Baby. You just get bigger. And that, when I'm holding my baby close to me. Hold it tight. Real tight. And then we go on a journey through time and stuff. Thanks for listening. Man. Man. That was a stellar introduction. Thanks, dude. Mr. McClickit. <laughs> Aaron is the studliest stud of the clickage. So he kind of just like sets up the intros and me and him kind of make eyeballs and let me go like, ooh, gully googly, play this one. And, you yeah. know, we make all this stuff and it's super freaking fun. But, dude, nice intro. Thanks, man. Nice. And then, okay, so all the club we play the sweet inspiration. Yeah. But we haven't all really. All the bazookas. Or, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Kablarg. Well, we did, it's yeah. everything. It's, it's everything. It's yeah. everything. This is a Kablarg if, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of, yeah. Why not? Um, one of our major sponsors. So please take them <laughs> absolutely seriously. You guys should everything that they say right is gold. Hashtag Kablarg. You'll get it. Ooh, it's top of the line stuff no matter what thing they're doing. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So many good products. So we always blast these fuckers off the, with what we call the sweet inspiration. Yeah. But we haven't really ever like stemmed questions from said inspiration because this is like 
This is half of it. It is. It's totally half of it. So like, okay, we talk about fucking being yourself, right? Absolutely. So is there things, and we'll make, maybe we'll make this quick, because this is going to be like just a straight up like bop, 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 just going through and answering questions about. Oh, wait. Ready? Let's do it. Oh, that's what I wanted. (laughs) That was cool, actually. Ah, boom. Like, whoa. Uh, Holy shit. Holy fuck. We're doing weird shit now. We're doing weird shit. So, okay. Question. So, being yourself. Yes. Is there anything right now that you think that, like, you've kind of gotten into more or you're, like, maturing into and you feel like maybe it's something that is new to you, but it's embodying oh, you and helping yes. you, like, become more of who you really think you are and it's making you feel better as a person? Well, I can, yes. Uh, I, I want to actually, I think there was actually two questions in there. And there you, was, you, probably. You asked them in one, but, but it's, I, I it's think a little that was burrito. two questions. It's a little um, So I'm going to kind of answer it as two different questions. Okay. Um, one, as of me figuring out who I'm am becoming mm-hmm. as a as an you know thirty year old right I guess just who I older is definitely like well, well you know. but but figuring out like un, maybe understanding new beliefs or figuring out um figuring out new things you accept kind of is different than understanding like who you've that. become I like that so, actually so, things that I accept that's very cool and super mature actually yeah right so so <laughs> part of part of it's like the reason I felt it was like a two part question is yeah part of becoming and figuring out who you are uh. is actually overanalyzing the things that you accept the beliefs you hold or the things you accept as right, true right like but but more than just like what do I think why so like uh, one uh. thing that I've actually I've really started to recognize about myself as of recent, and this is a, a re- really recent thing, is the the that education at an at an older age of isn't as important as life experience, but they don't tell you that. And for a long time, when I'm when I was in high school, I really thought that the most important education I was going to have was the school I went to after high school. Yeah. High school is actually the most important schooling that you need to to then not to hold a profession at the end and but to be able to just go into the world. Yeah. Well, I feel like for what what I feel like you, what I feel I like know, not what what, what I, I I think feel like that everyone needs a trade to a certain extent. But I think that college is something that you should start in your early to mid 20s yeah i think college is a necessity but i don't think that like we talked about this maybe before on a podcast about yeah. finding your trade or er, too Definitely. early i i i think that so, like these people miss out on something and i know while I, while i had a crazy experience in my college i know i missed out on things let me say this i what I got out of my, and this is, of course, this isn't like a, I didn't go to a four year old degree. I didn't get a psych to, you know, I didn't get a master's or anything like that. It was a tech school. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I think that life experience and, and having hard times 
is more important than education continuously for the first 20 years of your life. Mm. And, and and I think that people who only value education coming from books miss out on the education that they can get from life. And more and more as of lately. I get that. And, and you know what? I almost have a counter kind of argument maybe that might just like not really like not an argument. But what but I'm, but my, my point is, is at any time, at any time in your life, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can go in to school and learn something new. You can you can you Definitely. can pay for school, you can Definitely. start college at any age, but there are things at 18 and 19 and 20 and learning how to survive like mm. like it, learning how okay. to survive and work for yourself, not work for the school thing that might not pan out. Mm-hmm. Like I completely I I get you because honestly, I've I feel like I've lived it too, and to yeah. a certain extent. Like I did go to college, um, and I did a semester, and I only tried one time because I was like, "Oh shit!" I was a I was a certified firefighter at the time, and I knew in order to get a full time job in you know Saldana, the city of Kenya, the little town that I was from, that I had to be a certified paramedic, and um, I was I was a ETT, an emergency trauma technician, basically. I was able to be a first responder um i got actually up into i could drive the actual fire trucks and uh i operated nozzle and hose and did hours of and course, hours yeah. and hours of training and um yeah man i helped the city of sladana fight fires you know voluntarily for a couple of years and uh but the college aspect of it and i passed uh, anatomy and physiology which is a super fucking hard class um but, you know, it was like second term and man, I was young and I yeah. was like, holy and shit, I made it through all this shit. That's my and, point. And, 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 you know, I just like dried up and was like, wow, I don't know if I want to just like pull up onto the side of a crash, you know, and see someone half mangled all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, that's the I thing. only okay, saw but, a couple things but, that I really, you know. And and like for, for me is like I get that you kind of actually illustrated my point a little bit is at at 19 you had no way of no even though oh, yeah. being a firefighter and paramedic sounded awesome oh like dude. like you it was did, for the most it, part of course but you you started looking at these long-term things and you were making these uh, judgments at 19 well, Ima- oh, dude, like for not me to mention time man i mean i was at well, the firehouse for however many well, hours but my point is school, my point is imagine if you would have lived imagine you now yeah. You know, you now of all the other things you've seen mm. past that and all the other jobs you work in the struggles oh, yeah. and things, you know, maybe not quite at your 30 now, but you know, say say where we were at at 25 or 26 mm-hmm. getting ready to move here. And go like at that point I could see myself I'd held some jobs. I was now like dedicated figuring out who I was becoming as an adult, starting oh, to yeah. think different things at twenty six. Really getting a developed work ethic. Right, right. De- realizing like that, ethics, period. You better get it by then. No, realize or, that's or, my point. Or you're gonna be a but, slacker. But you, like... don't, but you don't understand that at nineteen. No. I, because because here's the thing is is high school Some, what I mean, I don't want to no, dog on no, every single No, I don't person. think you do. Unless you've actually, unless you've learned lessons outside of high school, the thing that high school doesn't teach you, mm. the, the the big thing, and this is kind of like part of my realization of this, high school doesn't teach you what to value in life. Mm. No, I'm high school doesn't. There is that rarity that someone has been like because they had a hard fucking all, time. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that like someone that was. But like, but eh. but but that's what I mean. Is like people people have harder times than others. People develop mm-hmm. at different times. But if you if you are say, man, like there's mm-hmm. just there's there is a aspect of learning that I think is only achievable at. 18, 19, and 20 years old of learning to l- survive out of high school. Right. Without going I right into a safe... Possibly that's why a lot of other countries have like mandatory military service. Sure. How many do? Well, Israel does for sure. Uh, um, I know... A, a, I know th- a lot of a lot of Middle Eastern countries mm-hmm. um, and a lot of... Uh, be interesting to yeah, yeah, see. I, yeah, it, it would up. be. I know Israel does for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a good amount. Right, right. Um, but th- no, no. That's what I mean. Is God? I would almost think that that so, that would be something that wouldn't be a bad idea to do here. Well, this but is what's so crazy. Well, I, I got something to say, kind of real quick. Or like, like, like if, if say say this real quick. I, I I want you to please say your thing. But as my yeah, brain's rolling on this, like you brought up mandatory. Mandatory military service. Yeah, mandatory so, military service. Ma- mandatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, say it was you could either choose between military service or DOT work, mm. or um, you know, so you were either fixing roads here in our country. Say you didn't want to go fight and serve in the military, b- but you still wanted to do like you still are obliged to do this thing. So from from you get out of high school at eighteen, and from eighteen to twenty. You work for the country in the country, and you're rebuilding roads, and you're learning hard jobs like that. You're building buildings. You're, it should you're be. doing you're doing things that better the mm. economy. May or you go into the military and you do things to defend our country, and you sign it. You know, but there should be something that is not c- college right away. I think uh, college is a, no, a fundamental I thing. I get you. But I think I that you. I think that the choices people make to go into college should be made when they're 24, uh-huh. 25, 26. And they've analyzed maybe more of the path. They've had time to deal with humanity a little bit uh-huh. and realize that, man, I wanted to go into social work, but now I realize that the issue isn't social work. It's this thing. Yeah. And I wasted four years of my school learning this. When I do it think do- there's a certain value to having people like, still i don't know as you get older it seems like you might lose your desire also on the other side of the spectrum like to truly like perpetuate i don't know knowledge no not necessarily that because i feel like older people do like do teach well obviously well but and i don't know they're not quite as sharp and they might not remember it oh, in every detail oh, quite see, as well see i i only think that that I think that the only reason that adults aren't as smart is because they go to well, school. Well, not as smart. No, no, you, I, as I sharp. I mean, I meant that, to say sharp. I meant to uh, say not smart, sharp. The or to say it more appealing to someone closer to their age. You know? Well, the know. thing is, though, is because it's been such an indoctrinated thing that we do school as young as we can. Mm. And so we go, and, and the way that school works is memorization and repetitiveness. And so you just learn all these facts and memorize facts. And, and there's not a lot of real world application until you get into postgraduate stuff. And most of it's just memorization and some anatomy classes and things. When you get like that, you start getting hands on stuff or like my school did get to some hands on stuff. But honestly, the things I saw were the most basic things and they did not prepare me for the real world as, as good as my my school was, it didn't prepare me Yeah, for what I actually needed to see for, yeah, for things I, you know, 
and and I know I know that from just hearing people talk about this that, that that's a thing that happens with medical school is a lot of times yeah. people just exist in this bubble that is medical school and they're going for their doctorate and so they're in eight to twelve years and they're just with other people who stuck only this one thing of school they don't know life they 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 have so much work and then residency and all these things that they don't actually understand life and then they get out of college at thirty and they've never lived at any time yeah. when they could have done living realized who they were realized they still wanted to do it and then started with more maturity in their mid-20s ended at 35 instead of 30 only five years later but they gained this five years of maturity right out of high school interacting with people and flipping Mm. burgers for a while maybe scrubbing some toilets maybe building something like man I, i i get you a lot but i also think that like in the u.s we have this huge like debt that you're acquiring no matter what if you're going to any kind of school unless you have like a major scholarship and so i mean it just kind of sucks in general that i mean you are all about education i mean really and it just kind of like i don't know some people are just fired up from that age like look at professional athletes you know no i I mean and and i know that's different because it's athletics and whatever but really like people are sharp like throughout their whole life if they're sharp you know but i i think that if someone feels if someone from a young age like i was was just driven to learn things Mm. then they should absolutely pursue (coughs) excuse me they should but pursue think, it they should pursue an avenue in learning right away and keep yeah. on the learning mm. because that what keeps you sharp but if you are coming out of high school and you don't really know what path you want to take what i am advocating for is don't feel forced to then go into a college even though you don't know what the fuck you're going to do right oh, take most time definitely. take time and, and feel don't force you know, that's what I mean. Said student, if you're a parent, you know that's I mean? no. That's what I. That's what I was trying to say. Is the thing I've changed yeah. my mind on. I don't on think is, I was really, what, but I, I mean, felt like I was obligated to choose a school, and so was, I chose an automotive school yeah. only because I. It was two years instead of four, and it was the shortest obligation I felt I had to sign up for. Like this whole thing of being go like have I wish I wouldn't have I still probably would have gone to an automotive school because I really love cars. I wound up do like I even left col- college, stopped working on cars, we did other things, and found my way back to it. Like yeah, like it's, it's something I would have ended up doing because I or in high school I had a passion for tinkering on shit. Yeah. but I wish I would have learned some life lessons earlier, and then at twenty four moved to Arizona been a little of an older guy been a little more responsible with my money not not just been under the whimsy of having to gain education other than gain a knowledge of how to live a life man Mm. that's and that's what i meant with high schools don't teach you what to value in life is true is i will agree if if you if we understood they kind of shoot you with a bunch of smoke and mirrors and say they say jobs are the most important you want to be but they kind of do say that too they do they that's what i mean it's smoke you can be whatever you want to be yeah you know and then they're like oh spend this they say they say you thousand dollars they say you can be whatever you want to be as long as it's a profession that means something they don't tell you that you can actually be a musician and survive they don't tell you that you could literally go and be an at like or if you want to be these things you could do you could like when they say you can do anything they really highlight that in a caveat that as long as you're educated you can literally now at this point in time and maybe school is different i don't know i haven't been in high school in 10 years right i'm saying high school when i was there 
pre-YouTube, pre-Twitter, pre-all this shit. Now you can fucking make money on you. I mean, it's hard now because it's so saturated market. Yeah, that's there's so many people. But, but that's you know. I still don't think it's like. But people don't. But that's what I mean. School isn't teaching people what to value in life, and so these kids come out and think they just should be make money real quick and be famous on Twitter. Yeah, and that's actually not a value or worth of anything. You're just appealing to other people who are addicted to a phone, like. It's it's not bettering anything. It's not a drive. Mm. It's some people's videos are pretty fucking sweet, man. They are, but they are, but they're. I don't know. It, it depends on what you're doing, I guess. If you're highlighting something that's really cool, like okay, so you might say like inspirational videos, but I'll it, give one example. Okay, of someone that I think is truly fucking awesome. Yeah, please, and it's only please. their personality at all. It's nothing. They don't do anything special. Like, yeah, the videos are edited pretty well, but dude, he made all of his fame probably by his laugh alone. Have you ever heard it? of Bash the Entertainer? Oh yeah, of course, dude. That, that guy's funny. Fucking guy. I mean, yeah, he he probably can't like be a stand up comedian. He might not be that quick witted. But man, he can fucking he. I don't know. He just wants. I like. I want to be his best friend. Yeah, he seems and so like he's that be fucking all right. sounds. He yeah. seems like he could be all right. I don't know. There's a couple people like that. Actually, not very many. I get it. I get it. But like, what I'm wondering is like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to go out on farther. I kind of already said what I what I thought. And what I've changed my mind on is is I I've, and, I've changed, and my only thing was yeah, I've just changed I don't my mind discourage on people. I, I I'm not saying don't, don't go to were. I'm not saying don't go to college right out of high school. I'm only saying only do it if somehow you're sure as the same amount of sureness as like a 26 or 27 or 28 year old holds. Yeah. Like. I just think there's a different level of understanding of what is important, and then you can have hindsight because of new experience. And well, think about there's just Olympic champions, man. Okay, but they're but they're because they're only doing the school and continuing on because mm-hmm. they're chasing the sport that their bodies are good at. It's yeah. not only for a learning to become. Like it's not twelve years of school to become a doctor because you think you want to save lives, and then you there and you realize residency jobs are hard to get. And but it is for the best surgeons. It is for the best surgeons, but you also have three to four to five hundred thousand dollars worth of debt, mm-hmm. and you've never learned anything of real living other than just maintaining a good grade. That's the only thing that you learn other than becoming a surgeon in that time, because it takes so much time, and. Like, you could still do that, but put it off five years. You're a 40-year-old surgeon instead of a 35-year-old surgeon. What do you think about, I mean, I don't know. I still get, I I just think, I just think that. Do you think it would be valuable to learn the process slower and over time instead of compacting all of your time into just, I mean, I guess your body. You want to get it. You you naturally learn things quicker. I don't know. It's just, there is so much. You just think school should happen for like, well, not only, you know, women, but for men, frontal lobe develops at, you know, 25, 25. So you kind of think maybe that would play a. A role in the path you, it's a just, role in the path yeah. you, it's not detrimental because anybody can learn anything if they want to. If, and like, I'm not saying just don't learn anything. I'm just saying that I think there's maybe, a, there's a perspective that 
there's a perspective that is gained on like honestly right now for me i'm saying this because right now i am in love with psychology and i'm in love with um philosophy mm-hmm. i i the, the how the mind works why why we know things i'm a, i'm epistemology is one of the most fascinating subjects that i've run into in the last 3 years of my life mm-hmm. if i would have been taught not not i'm not saying that 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 school failed me that's i don't want that to come across if maybe if i had had an understanding more of what real value was maybe i would have run into why we need to know things and how we come to know things and the ideas of those earlier because even the little bit of philosophy and things you learn in government senior year it seems like that would be learned like or should be learned earlier early. right how or did more how or less you made those statements i wish general, that i wish know? that i had heard the word epistemology mm-hmm. and used of how to come to know things mm-hmm. That idea in grade school. Yeah. Really, it's not a it's just a big word, but it's not a complicated thought process. No. It's just how do you know how, this thing? How, well, yeah, it's like how do you know? Not just what you learn, but how. How did you actually process it and actually and, and those things get to like learn enough to it would have driven me to mathematics more. And honestly, like if I knew now like what I could be doing with if I had gotten a mathematics degree or an engineering degree, I could be working for space. And re- I realize now at my age mm-hmm. and it's something that I really consider picking up because I am fascinated with numbers and math. I'm also fascinated with philosophy, but I don't really want to become a philosopher. I'm just fascinated with it. Yeah. But I'm really interested in going back to school again mm-hmm. and, and learning these things, which honestly, I wish I would have put my understood the importance of and put my mind to 10 years ago mm-hmm. at 20 years old i wish i would have been learning these things because of course it would have yeah it wouldn't have taken Opened me to up. 30 to learn and understand humanity the way i understand it now i was so blind when i was 20 because i thought that gaining a degree in a thing was more important than understanding how humans work truly how how to survive and how well, to be a person it's almost like, like what you're human- taught the assumption that you know what you know like just because you That's you're it. almost taught that you know yours or you should know yourself and then do it and then that almost like it's not even like you got time but the thing is, to is ask here, what here's and the thing how everything it's else works humanity selfish kind of humanities and sociology are very dense there's lots of informations and lots of nuance and the thing is, is because of our underfunded education system, it's way easier to teach, to, to have teachers who've memorized math problems and relay those math problems to other young people. Or religious doctrine to just. Sure. Yeah, or, or, I don't, or, I don't or, or, or reciting, that, but... no, or reciting of Shakespeare or, um, uh, or the history of, um, the fucking Columbus coming here, which is fucking wrong. They teach it wrong. Yeah. They don't even teach what act who Columbus really was mm-hmm. because they want to teach history, not humanities. And yeah. if they taught humanities in history class, when you're learning about Columbus, you would learn of the savagery and the rapids and, right. and, and you would be taught about rape at an early age and how these things are bad. And it wouldn't be this dogmatized thing and taboo and it's never discussed and you should just know that they were peaceful people and they had thanksgiving together right. and no you would be taught about real life and you would come out of high school understanding 
that it's not fluff like the right. history books teach you, and, like the and, English books teach you, and no one really talks about. And as Van. and as weird as it sounds, like and that sounds brash, just how you put it, but that is what's going to actually cause people to feel empowered. Maybe they want to vote because of that. Like, well, they're just going to know where all humanity came from and they're going to want to actually be like, man, we don't want that to freaking happen That's again because they're going to actually feel the real reality reality of, of things before it's too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why do the 20 somethings not vote? Like, dude, I, you know, honestly, honestly, why because is there a huge like, obviously, when I, I, I think I feel when I was 18, when I was 18, I moved to Arizona. I was so just overwhelmed by population of people and trying to focus on school that I missed out on the actual sociological things that I now recognize were around me. And there was race riots and there were struggles and there was gang wars. And there was like, there was shit that I kind of ducked and covered to and just turned a blind school. eye, turned well, a blind eye a little bit. I wasn't, you knew it was happening, but no, I mean, at the time I didn't Jason. It's only now that I recognize that's what was happening there. Yeah. But at the time I just was like, man, the city's crazy. Like I, I didn't recognize that. Right. Or like, maybe it was almost like a unheard of. Well, no, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize that's how people acted. I th- I thought that this was just crazy people. I didn't realize that this was struggling humanity, and this is how they live. This is how people in the South, like Southern, you know, this is how it is. This is like, I just thought I was stuck in one little tiny crazy part of town. Mm. Not that that's how it is. Yeah, and now I realize. That, that I was living in shit and that's how people lived and that's how they still live today. And that was 10 years ago. And I just didn't might have got crazier. <laughs> it, of course. But I didn't. I just if I would have been taught a little more about nuance of people, if I would have been maybe shown a little more in high school, if that would have been a thing about if there would have been understanding of dude of outside people, maybe I would have had a bit different view of when I was living in Arizona than I did. Like uh-huh. maybe it would have changed my mind on people earlier and acceptance earlier and like not holding on to stereotypes because I was taught to have a stereotype. Right. Like, like it took, it's Man. embarrassing to say that it took me living here at 26, 27, 28 or 27, 28, 29, 30 years old. Like only in my late twenties did I actually realize the heavy nuance to the struggle that we are experiencing and in, in, with race in this country that I never understood before. That was another thing that I wanted to talk about, like growing up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like being an it's older so guy too. now. I was like, let's talk about the sweet inspiration. I was like, we're going to, this is sh- inspiration. Like, Oh like, no, I know. Uh, but uh, what I initially said, I was like, we're going to make it short and we're just going to go. Oh yeah. Each little bit of it. <laughs> and I, then geez, we're like, I know. Yeah. We blew it up. Anyways, it's I want to stop with me. What is the thing that you have? You started the whole question. I know. So, right? A, a thing, an idea that maybe you're changed on or how you felt you've grown up more like ways right. it, Man, I honestly... Because honestly, when you okay. heard the spree inspiration... Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear it again? And no, your idea? No, no, okay. no, 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 I'm good. Okay. I have come to realize how important it is for me, actually, um, to find success through other people that I've, like, shown things. 
I've kind of like come to a spot like that I've come full circle and I feel like I've been more open with everyone and been really like welcoming lately. I don't know, more so. Not saying that I'm always, I'm always really like kind of peppy, but I've kind of gone out of my way. There's certain people at work that, you know, like I just notice their heads down and they don't talk a lot. But like I've come to realize that like through me just making these like small teeny interactions and I'm not really more or less like I'm not trying to gloat and say like, oh, man, I just I said like five words to this guy and he like just fucking mopped all goddamn day clean the whole place. No, it was like, I don't know, man. It was just for me. It was like, I don't know, just interacting with people that were like being successful and like seeing that I taught them something and made their job easier. And, you know, they just kind of, I don't know, it was good because it wasn't it wasn't just like any single occurrence. It was like over, you know, a period of time. And it was like all day, like I just got greeted with all these great things. Like, I don't know, it's cool. It was like, I don't know. Nothing That's like beautiful. it, I guess. Just like as a weird in a weird thing. Like I've never truly like under like I've gotten. I don't know. I felt good. Same, I guess just it's like, just a level just of like respect. Picking people up a little bit more and and like seeing. It just kind of came full circle. Seeing the feed, sense. seeing the actual lifetime feedback of like the little bit of effort you put in, seeing it come right back. It was, and 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 yeah. and, and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. It was like you know I got. It was like a rotation. I had enough of my associates in today, and I don't know. It's kind of funny, like, having that major of an impact. But, you know, you are there no matter where you work. You're there 40 hours. Yep. And it's like, man, I care a lot about each one of my people that are there. And, you know, it was good. They did a freaking kick-ass job. It was cool. It was, like, stress-free. I got to do so much. I don't know. but Good. But more or less, it was about them. And... I don't know. Yeah. That's fucking sweet, man. No, I think so, uh that's a really good point you brought up. Like pass, just pass on pass on what you know. Don't be afraid to yes. initiate a good conversation because if you come in with a positive attitude, I mean even I my least favorite thing in the whole entire world is when I am like just greeting someone for the first time. I'm like, "Hello." You know. So, when you say hello to somebody, it's not a question, really. It's more or less a statement. So it, it if is. they don't say hi or anything back, you know, you can't really be too pissed off. No. But if you, you know, say, hello, how are you? You know, that's a question. And I know it's silly, but, you know, it, it, it interact it, with people that, and that, no, no, try adding, to say something different. Adding the <laughs> how are you, adding a question involves mm. them actually kind of... You, you are shifting the responsibility to them to now respond back, and that's creating dialogue. Mm. You're right. Just saying hello is not interactive. Mm. It's mm. you like is it that's a good point. It's this statement. Mm. Asking a question, saying something that involves them interacting back. Exactly. You don't wanna like just walk up to somebody, you know, and, and, and actually like even ask a yes or no question. Did you find everything okay? Everyone thinks, oh, man, that's like, okay. But they could just say yes, and then that's it. Right. You know what I mean? So how would you ask if it's not a yes or no question? 
anything that you didn't get in or anything that you still haven't found or something like that maybe yeah it's it's kind of a more like detailed question a little bit but it gets them to say more than just yeah, yeah. and then turn away cuz sometimes it feels like the yes or no answers are so programmed that it doesn't like I notice this sometimes when I'm talking to customers yes. about cars. Ex- yeah. When, a, a little bit. And I'm asking them a question and I have to make sure I, I ask them nuanced questions, not yes or no questions, because sometimes they'll just go, yeah, like, is the noise like come from the front or the rear? And they'll go to the rear. I'm like, okay, um, do you, like, do you, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. It's even hard for me to think of asking it a yes or no question, uh-huh. but I just realize that sometimes they'll, they'll answer. Yeah. Like Without actually knowing why they're saying uh, yes, even if when, you give them two different options, they'll initially feel the need to respond like sure better or more in detail. You know what I mean? Like, say it's an exhaust problem. Like, is it jibbling or is it jabbling? You know what I mean? As stupid as that sounds, but you know what I mean. And you know better lingo for car talk. No, of course, of course. That's kind of more or less what I do. I'm, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. That's that's really good. I usually ask about what they're cooking because they're always picking up vegetables. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of then course. people are really just like want to tell you what they're making because it's food and you know what I mean? Like and if they're saying like certain things about what they're picking up, I always like try to include other things like, Hey, man, well I know that Michael and Meats told me that the brisket there is on sale. You know what I mean? Or, you know, even I'm not even really trying to upsell. I just more or less want them to know that like I listened. Yeah. Because no, that's, that's it. it, man. Fucking listen. Yep. That's gonna make everyone really that's gonna heal it all. That's it. No, I think Don't, okay. Oh yeah, I know. Well, what I want to say breaking my own code, but I want to cut you off. Do it. Because <laughs> it's a perfect Don't listen. Truly listen. And by truly listen, I mean like, don't be thinking, try not to think of other things while the person's talking. And then once it's there, you know what I mean? Because I feel like if you're, as they're talking, soak in the emotion of what they're saying. And I try to live by this and it's been like kind of a process because I am kind of a crazy Jack Rabbit and wild minded man. Yeah. But like I'm there. But I want to fucking, I want to truly listen and feel their face. I want to see their facial expressions. I don't want to think, I don't want to cloud my own brain by what someone is trying to, you know. I want to see their true expression because that's going to tell me a lot of different things rather than just what their words are saying. If I'm thinking about like, oh man, he's full of shit, (laughs) you know, or oh man, like, I don't know. It's like, or even any little teeny detail. Well, like know. like the saying, listen to understand, don't listen to respond. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a very, yeah. Listen to understand, don't listen to respond. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, I actually really struggle with that. <sighs> like, that's a... Because <sighs> your response will be 100% better. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, if you understand, like, a lot of times, man, if I'm in a bigger conversation, I, what I really try to do is, like ask their question back at them. Oh yeah. So that I understand it. Right. Like if, you know, why did this happen? Or, or, Definitely. or they say like this and this and this and this. Okay. So you say this and that, like I mm. try to just, say back at them what that, they say to me. That definitely helps me get in the mindset of like, you know, like sharing this because I, 
I don't know, I get so worked up. And as soon as I hear something that triggers my brain, I'm just like, oh, this is what I, you know, this is where this conversation could go. Yeah. And, then, and then it's like, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, it's like a good, I don't know. Mindfulness. Oh, man. Communication. Of, of communication. Communication yeah. is the freaking bee's knees. And I think, I think listening is an overrated or like an underrated quality. I Absolutely. think it's the most underrated. What, but then again, it's also oh, yeah. it's hard. Listening is the most underrated thing, underdone thing. Like there's, it's not that it's underrated. I think let, you're listen, right. You're right. Listening. Yeah. I mean, listening. Okay, more people should understand what listening is actually good for, but mostly everybody will say, "Oh man, I love it when someone listens to me." That's that's it. my favorite thing is when someone really listens. Because then they're like there. They're there. It's like yeah. this little puddle of love. Yeah. Listen, love, goop. Yeah. I don't know. I struggle with that sometimes. Listen. <laughs> Man. I have a guy at my work. I have quirkiness. You know what? I want to actually, I want to say this to things. the people out there. Um, we're getting near the end of this tonight. And we've just kind of talked through some really growthful things that we've been learning about. <laughs> and we didn't even really go, and we didn't go too to, much. No, we talked about one subject and it's growth and like things that we're learning new and maybe yeah. we changed our minds on. Um, I want to say this to you guys. I'm not asking everybody to go out there and just change their minds on everything, but analyze what you accept. Analyze, analyze the beliefs you hold and, and the things that you th accept to be true in life. But really analyze them and why you think that they're true. Not just what you think is true, but why you think it. Go out there and just and do that check. It's healthy every once in a while. It's like why a, do I think the way I think? Yes. Why did I think this thing? Because yep. I thought this thing it was my initial thought, and why? That's it. it. Just do it every once in a while. Um, you know, I think that's kind of we, we, me and both Jason in different ways kind of awesome. said the same thing. In, yeah. Like in what he was talking about, about communication and what I was talking about, about education, both of those things were communicating just like going back to the root of the belief that you hold and, and understanding why the, it is that you hold it about anything. I mean, honestly, I was thinking about this for myself mm. when, 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 when we were talking, okay, check this out. Okay. Yeah. When, when the whole Check eclipse, in. when the whole eclipse thing was happening and we were marveling at the fact that this rare, this rare event, like super rare event, mm -hmm. it doesn't happen on any other planet. There's no eclipses like this because the planets are either don't have moons that are closer or farther away have moons so small that they can't actually block out the yeah. whole sun from their point. So with the like, sex. Yeah. So like we get, and we have tides. <laughs> well, we have because of but, eclipsing but, moon. So I, I actually, I believe, I, I, I hold the belief shit. that the, that the sun is at our star, resident star, is at the center of our, uh, our solar system. Yes. We are on I a round planet. Agree. We are at a round planet. Yes. We have a, a, yes. a moon orbiting us, and it affects everything, and it, in fact, orbited our round planet and blocked out the sun. We all watch this thing happen. Oh, yet, dude, one yet, I completely yet there agree. are flat Earth, there are flat Earthers out there who are convinced, they hold their own belief that... The they Earth is it, flat. Hopefully. They they okay. saw. Of course, they saw it. But we could have a round moon or a plate moon block out our sun on in front of our flat Earth or whatever they Why think happened. Oh, but okay. no, no. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Is I believe that we are. I mean, I accept <laughs> all modern yeah. science. I accept all modern science, all modern astrophysics, all modern everything in the fact, and I accept NASA. 
and what they say because of the astronauts who've been to the moon and then seen our earth from the moon. Like these things that has happened, I accept that as fact. I dig. I dig. I accept all modern But I could too. not Oh, I'm sorry for that everybody. I you could, could not, not defend it with anything more than just facts that I reiterate that I've heard from them. So, so my point is, is even though I believe it, how well can I articulate the reasons why I believe that is a fact? Like, because I have eyes, well, I can see these things. I can read these papers. I can, I can actually do my own math. I can, I can check these things. I could maybe be on a boat. I could check angles, check horizon lines, distances, plot things on land. I could measure angles to the, you know, I could. I could do all of the science and all the math and all these things, but I have not done them. But I, but I accept these, you know, the, the, the empirical data that is there. And it, and it kind of came to me like when I was analyzing the things I accept as true, like, why do I think it? And part, I love that man. And like, we freaking nailed this first part. I think so. Inspiration. Yeah. And I think that everybody can do this more and like, like understand that sometimes you have to actually just do the math mm-hmm. and like for, and, and for me, like it's, it's more like I could actually do the math and sit here and, and, and prove to myself mm-hmm. empirically other than just accepting the claims of people who've done the math. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. like you could actually fucking, I could do it myself. Figure it the fuck out. Right. Oh yeah. And and and, no, though, and it's reasons like, and it's reasons like mm, those that I just accept the science. I saw it all done, and then yeah. I fucking actually sat there with a fucking map because I did have it available to me, and I fucking followed it because I took a fucking uh, state of Idaho astronomy course that they had on fucking line, dude. Awesome! Like you can actually fucking just yeah. look this shit up. Like they right. have apps. They have apps for all these colleges, and some of them are free. So I took an astronomy 101 course, and I did the first couple months, and I fucking literally, like, took through history the actual, you know, the people, (laughs) the astronomers that were figuring this shit out in their time. I got to see all the maps and fucking real-time slideshows at the college level, and, like, it was freaking sweet. And it, I don't know. But it's it's the education that that allows the mm. acceptance to be like true, man. And, and, and I think so. And it's it's and honestly, the people that just want to not believe that the Earth is round are ones who just haven't taken any mm. Mm. basic astronomy or astrophysics courses. Mm. Like basic ones will show you pretty quickly, right? And I feel like, yeah, yeah, you know. I um, know. but I but that's say- all part of like I don't know. That that was all kind of like, you know, factorial about like you know what, but yeah, anyway, what makes you tick? Too, that's our fucking inspiration for this week. I want to say because and soul, that's what it was. That, right? Yeah, soul, right? Yep. And I don't know what will figure it, it out. What will enrich you? What that's will it. make your soul? What will make you a fucking marmalade of sex? <laughs> I know, but but. Really quick, to be a soulful. Going love. on a couple other notes, I want I wanted to say these few things before we end because there was actually a couple other topics I really want to hit today. One, okay, um, happy 29th birthday, Rusty. Boom, that's out <laughs> yeah, of the way, dude. He just turned twenty nine. I don't today, wish anybody tonight. happy birthday online, but I know isn't that crazy? Yeah. No, I don't either. I didn't even wish Rusty had a birthday on Facebook. I I text him and Facebook. I should have fucking got him. I should text. Oh, it's probably too late now. No, no it's not. not. I will. 
I'll be like, hey, I didn't forget about you. It's only 9.49 there. No, it's not really even 10 didn't. p.m. there. But, but so happy birthday, Rusty. Um, other than that, exciting things coming up. Your parents are coming into town. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. We might be getting your pops on the podcast, yeah, which is dude. something I am looking, seriously looking forward to, Jay. Dude, your dad is one of, literally one of my favorite human beings of all right. time existing forever on the planet. Um, yeah. And having him in here chilling, rocking out to vinyl with us. Fucking. I've told many a, a story about just cool oh, yeah. things that he said, man. Actually, <sighs> I got another one. I'll fire off another cool pops. I'll actually fire off a good memory of your pops for me, too. Oh, yeah. yeah go, go. Okay, you sweet. Tell yours, go. So this is kind of short, and this is just a saying that my dad taught me. Um, one of many freaking sayings. But this is kind of an insult that I use because it's kind of lighthearted and oh, fun. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if brains was gas, you couldn't ride an ant's motorcycle inside of a Fruit Loop one time. <laughs> Which is like, kind of cr- like, okay. Yeah. I don't know that. who came up with that. Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> Should I say it just, one more time? Yeah, I want to I want to get a really good sample because I, I was laughing during that last week. Okay, it's just okay, so okay. So I want to I use this as another clip. So hold on. Okay. Go. If brains was gas... You couldn't ride an ant's motorcycle inside of a Fruit Loop one time. That's, that's the one. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm oh so God. glad we had that clip now. Yeah. Oh, that's man. one of many wild one things. One of your dad's, one of your dad's, one of the favorite things your dad ever said to me was we were, it was before a dance in high school and it was like a sophomore year or something. And, and it was, we, it was, he was setting up, he was obviously DJing because your dad was the sickest DJ ever. Um, <laughs> he did a pretty damn good job. He did job. a pretty damn good he job. He didn't care when I grinded either. No, he didn't care. In fact, he encouraged it. And this Just is, a little. And no, and this is what I was talking about. Is, <laughs> oh, is, right. um, he, he, we were set, he was setting up the stuff and he was sound checking. And this was like before, I don't know. I, I want to say this was sophomore year. Maybe it was junior year. But he was setting up the dance and everything, and he was sound checking, and I was there, and like he was just bumping everything, and he had the night, the one big sub that sat right in front of the stage. Oh yeah, and, and, okay, and, okay. okay. And so he had the two speakers that were off to the sides. We, and we the talked stacks, about said and he sub, had, and he had the one <laughs> big ass like twenty inch sub that sat right underneath his fucking table in front of the stage, and he was sound checking it, and, and he was like. You see how hard that bass is hitting? And we were like, yeah, man, that's fucking, this sounds really good. He goes, you watch. Tonight at the dance, all the girls are going to be standing right in front of the sub. You know why? And we're like, why? He goes, because it wiggles their insides and they like it. <laughs> and, right. And truth be told, that's where all the girls flock to is right in front of that fucking subwoofer, right at the very front of the room, dancing at the stage, man. Dude. Girls like the fucking boom. They like the boom and the rumble, rumble, rumble. It shakes. That's it. Fucking it just everything. W- it wiggles their insides. It wiggles right? everything. It perturbs <laughs> them. And and the bass. The bass is a thing that is. You like, play bass, needless to say. <laughs> maybe it was my dad that turned you away from maybe the guitar. Maybe from the guitar to the bass. <laughs> Ew, he did He's like, make... look at those insides jiggle. Look at them. <laughs> look, at, look at the jiggles. Um, look, Far look, from look, the meatly meatlies I'm used yeah, to. Go away from the meatles and look at the effect that you can have on everyone. <laughs> no, yes, it's that was I've always remembered that 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 piece of advice and it's fucking true, man. Right? I, yeah, I don't know. I definitely one 
fucking hundred percent got my humor from my dad. Oh uh, yes, definitely. And I do so much weird stuff, man. And yeah. I know he does too. Yeah. I'm sure in the garage when he's just tinkering around. He's I don't know. Just Maybe I'll just weird. ask him. I'm gonna ask him some weird questions. Here, and I'll yeah. be like, "This is gonna be recorded right, forever." How, dad. how often weird shit do you like? What, uh, what do you do when you're alone? What do I'm, you say to yourself when you're alone? Do you talk to yourself? Right. I'm gonna be like, man. Maybe I should just tell him a bunch of weird stories about me that he's never heard, and yes. then be like, "Come on, Dad, dish me out some weird shit." Yes, I want to. I'm gonna love. I'm just gonna sit third party over here in my little corner. <laughs> oh man, and just watch the gloriousness that's about oh, to happen man. every single freaking time. Smith men in the room, the only two. Ah, oh, me and my dad have some freaking cool. That's it. Cool conversations, good times. I we're love gonna go win. We're gonna go see. The no, that's CLC what I was gonna Seahawks. say. I wanted to say, yeah. We're gonna, on Talk Friday. About that. On Friday, we're gonna me and my dad and my wife and for your my mom, for uh jada and my five-year wedding anniversary we're gonna go see the seahawks play all four of us oh man that's it's a fucking sweet. five-year anniversary congratulations right? my fucking friend so definitely jada and i we're gonna have you know other things we're doing too but like my dad's favorite team is the chiefs and like yep, we that's just you found, guys are playing yeah i don't know well, I, well, because you know NFL season is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, and we promise you that this podcast is going to become at least NFL one little headquarters. Sit. It's going to be <laughs> NFL headquarters. We should try to hit an alarm and do like a quickest five minute drill ever or something. Oh, just five minute, five minute NFL rundowns, five minutes of everything. Yeah, oh, well, man. well, because that's what I'm, we're going to talk about next. So, um, kind of wrapping this thing up we're gonna the, the bazookas are gonna become less frequent everybody yeah um we're this... guess what we're we were motivated and we're gonna be doing music a lot more yes aaron and i have decided to stop uh fucking living on a prayer and more or less like rebuilding our yeah. we want to build this city on rock and roll and when like I say bust ass, I don't mean fart. I mean actually work hard. <laughs> work hard. We're gonna do that too, but we promise we won't record it. It yeah. won't be. It's it's gonna. Be, I don't know. No, we're we we have ideas. We have more plans. time to record. More time to just to write. Really write and, and practice and, and, and it's everything. Not, it's not that these little bazookas won't happen. Yes, um, it's just because they're really important to the show. But you know. It'll be just at a random time. They won't be every Thursday. You know, we won't record them every Wednesday night, night like normal. They won't come out every Thursday anymore. What you'll still have is our our Saturday night podcast. They will be out every week. Yes. Um, it likes clockwork, finals, all of that. And then if we're having a night where, you know what, we just want to jump on for 15, 20, 30 minutes, say, say something we might throw out little things here and there. Might be a couple weeks between those. Might yeah. be a couple. It'll definitely. I don't know. It'll be. We still will for sure. We're gonna have. Yeah. There's things that we are compelled to say, and this show definitely that, right. isn't going anywhere. Of course, nope. More or less, like we're gonna like. We're just, the podcast is like here to stay, and it's a thing we do, and we're comfortable, and we need to fucking just perpetuate our musicianship. Yeah, too. we need more time for music, and and the podcast became a filler for not doing music for us, but now it is a love. It's mm. not just a filler anymore; it's actually like a passion for us. So yeah, so Saturdays are always going to be there. Some bazookas every once in a while. And then we're going to bust out some fucking jams for all you bad motherfuckers out there. Because yeah. you're here listening to us. We've talked about it. We've said other things. Um, 
you know, we're sick of just saying we want to yep. show. We want, <laughs> that's it. That's so hopefully it. that's what happens. And uh, we're still gonna have killer guests. We still got some pretty yes. sweet yeah, guests coming your, up. Your Not dad, only my dad, but we got. And then uh, uh, the week after that is a Portland local musician, singer, fucking fantastic human, uh, Siobhan Sayers. She's gonna be in here. Yeah. Um, she's awesome. We talked about her being on a long time ago, and it's a uh, time has come. Oh and, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Awesome people coming, man. Yeah, man. I got uh, my buddy Elliot uh, James. He goes by both. Yep. <laughs> He's a sound engineer and jack of all trades. Kind of just really loves music. So um, he's got some interesting thoughts on older sounds and stuff. So I thought it'd be fun to have him come and listen to some vinyls. Fuck yeah! And so yeah, man. We'll pick something. Yeah. I don't know. I I want him to pick something too. Yeah. No. Because yeah, he yeah. really does have like a really unique kind of niche about him so that'd be cool that'd be awesome but that's only one interesting people we're we're gonna be trying to get some of our uh, weightlifting bodybuilding buddies from the gym to come in yeah and we might talk some weightlifting some nutrition some things like that um just work ethic in general motivation um all that's coming and we just want to say we love you guys man this this uh you know next time we talk to you this will be this weekend right before the mcgregor mayweather fight Hell yeah. We'll be recording it probably before the fight just because it comes on at nine. And Maybe we should do a pre-fight prediction just because, I don't know, it might right. fall in line. Sure, let's do it right now. <laughs> well, we could. I was going to, oh, yeah. Why, why sure, not? let's do it right now. Okay. All right, so so you, I'll go first. Okay. And then, then your prediction. So, of course, of course. So my brain tells me, and I've said this before, Watch now watching more, um, I've seen a lot of what McGregor's training camp has looked like. I've seen some of the videos. He's he hits hard and he's having some good fucking punches land and come through in his boxing style, man. Um and the thing that he's also having a very good advantage of is because of the consistency of fighting in the last eight years, ten years of Mayweather and just his defensive strategy low punch volume, low hard hit volume fighting style that he's developed and won with every fucking fight. Um, McGregor has every one of those fights to watch, to study from, to learn the only... How to mix it up. How to mix it up and, and to analyze the very few times that Mayweather's ever been hit. Yeah. They were all by southpaws. McGregor's a southpaw. Yeah. So by left-handed guys, he's gotten... They're the only ones who's ever hit Mayweather are southpaws. And it's only happened a few times, so he has the exact evidence he needs to watch the weaknesses when they got hit, what he was doing, where the movement was. And he can learn every defensive strategy that Mayweather can throw because every fight he has. McGregor or Mayweather has no boxing matches at all to judge McGregor on. He has yeah. no training videos to watch. He has no camp to like judge just on. doing his thing. Right. So, so it's the best in, at the in game. That, in that sense, mm-hmm. my my adventurous brain goes out on a limb and says that McGregor is going to do something, try something, and we are going to see a hell of a boxing match for the first two, maybe three rounds of the fight are going to be... It it will literally be the hardest that anybody has ever come at Mayweather, ever, 
in a style in, in the first two rounds. In the think? first two to three rounds, it will be a it will be a it will be a fighting style and a person coming at him that likes he's which is, he's never seen anybody like May, McGregor before. Mm. But after three rounds, if McGregor does not do something fantastic by two or three rounds, Mayweather will have learned basically his timing his move he will have analyzed he how he been works doing the sport long enough to really develop enough shit to really like to, to throw off the game other than the mm. old the things that he will throw in the first two to three rounds yeah. so if he can't surprise him in that time then guess what McGray mayweather has a body he has a stamina and he so, has a work ethic okay. that is built for 12 <laughs> rounds of fighting mayweather mm. trains for 12 rounds he expects every fight he fights to go a full 12 rounds and if may mcgregor cannot do anything mayweather will drive that round that whole fight 12 rounds he will punish mcgregor and oh, win yeah. but for that first two to three rounds it will literally be something that McGregor mayweather's never seen yeah and and dude mcgregor can hit fucking hard oh yeah mcgregor can hit arguably harder than mayweather's ever been hit before and all it takes is one punch not to knock him out but to put him in a place where he's never been yeah. is on the oh, ground yeah. because he's never been knocked down mayweather's never been hit he's never been knocked down Damn. he's been hit he's been hit and he's been knocked down to barely touching one knee and barely touching one glove on the thing. And then he was back up. He didn't even fall on his side. He just kind of went down on one side, touched one knee to the mat and barely touched his glove and like caught himself and he was back up. That He's never even been on his back in 49 fights. But he's never fought anybody like the dude he's about to fight. True. And I will, like, I totally think <laughs> fucking, I don't know, man. It's gonna be a crazy McGregor's fight. Nuts, dude. Mag that's he's it. a hell of a fighter. Like he's I nuts. have nothing but respect for that guy. Like he has a willpower. He has yeah. a willpower and a work ethic. And, above and honestly, like May Mayweather's kind of a fucking dick. He's forty. Oh yeah, and there's that the age difference, man. Like twenty seven. I, I know that he trains for twelve rounds, but dude, he's forty. 40. And and McGregor's twenty seven. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly. You, yeah, I don't know. I was My going, I was going Mayweather this whole time, like super hard, but you know, it's like, it's almost like the odds are against Dude, people. And so, like the like like I've heard this. I've heard the money flip. I've or, heard both of them are getting paid. Oh yeah, I've heard this a couple things. The real winner of this fight is the UFC. <laughs> And Dana yeah, White. Dana yeah. White's the real winner of this fight because he's yeah. going to make all the fucking money. But, wow. but other, but other than that, I've heard the analogy that it's like a world class ice skater trying to play hockey with Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, the ice skater may very well be a better skater, mm. but he's not a hockey player. Mm. McGregor is a fucking amazing ice skater, mm. but. Exactly. Mayweather's a hockey player. Yeah. And he might be a 40-year-old hockey player, but I promise you anything, the best 20 fucking anything year old ice skater would not touch a 40-year-old Wayne Gretzky. 
Oh, yeah. It wouldn't happen. Oh yeah, true. And and that's kind of the no analogy Brian of Boy this. No Brian Boitano could ever fuck with Wayne Gretzky, dude. <laughs> that's it. And I even went the next Apollo Anton no Ono. Offense, Brian. Apollo Anton Ono. Think of how fast that guy is and how oh, good he is. Damn, he had a rough go of shit sometimes. Oh well, yeah, he did. But but as no, a, as far as an speed. I, he think about him. He's a fantastic ice skater. Yeah. But on with with some pads on with a stick in front of him. He, come on. Damn. Then that's kind of my that's kind of my analogy is now guess what? Because of sheer speed, he might be able to do some weird thing, practice one move, get to that puck faster, and outskate Wayne Gretzky in a straight race to the goalie and score. He might be able to beat him in a straight line, but as soon as there's any contact or any movement or anything, Wayne Gretzky's dead. He's around you. He's <sighs> fucking pulling tricks and he's fucking hit. I mean, there's nothing like wiping your taint across the ice. That's it. And that's that's my prediction. I don't know <laughs> of this no, fight, okay. but I'm excited to watch. No, you're right. Okay. And I will not underestimate McGregor. In fact, oh, part yeah. of me is secretly wishing he wins. Oh, dude. I want, I want, I want s- him to win. Because you know why? I don't want... I Part of me doesn't want McGregor... I mean, Mayweather came out of retirement for this fight against a person who's not a boxer. He's in it for the money, period. Definitely. He's and not going... I, I don't really like... I don't know. I'm not like super like, uh, whatever. No, you no. Want the money. I'm more or less like, I don't know. I think he freaking... He's I good. Think he beat, he, he, no, Mayweather is fucking amazing fighter, boxer. <laughs> but he also like is... I don't know, man. He's a woman beater, isn't he? I'm pretty sh- yes, he sure is. he's a woman nope, beater. Nope, he is. He's a woman beater. Like, I'm pretty sure that after a certain point, you know, you're... Your hands are considered lethal weapons. Yep. No, no. You know what I mean? He's registered. And that's where I'm at it with it is like, you know, man, that's not tough. I hope. And everyone makes bad decisions, but man, that's one that like, you shouldn't be allowed to be a professional boxer after you hit a girl. Allegedly. What do you think? I know. I think I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh. And I know that's kind of like brash and like make a decision, but I don't know. That's how I feel. No, I, I, I agree. In, in. And the in the basic overall premise of that, I I agree that anybody who's fucking hit a woman in diff, in just craziness mm. and a man especially should not continue to be a fighter if they are one. Right. Don't continue the aggression that like led to your you know yeah. or even if you know what I mean. I hate to say that's like a gateway. Or you way. should or you should at least be seeking help for the reasons why you lash out in that way. Yeah, not like be the most paid fighter ever and right. most decorated freaking and boxer that's ever it. to walk. That's it. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Really if you think about it. <clears throat> no, it is. And and we're watch we're about to watch history, man. I mean this is a yeah. fight unlike anything. And I hope fucking McGregor fucking dominates his face. And even if he doesn't dominate his face, he's getting paid, son. Yeah, he's true. getting well, fucking he's cocky enough. He doesn't paid. <laughs> No, he's, he's making more fight if he, more money if he loses this fight. He's, he's gonna making, have hella good endorsements, man. He's making more money if he loses this fight than he's ever made in any UFC championship match he's ever won. <laughs> oh wow! That let's put that in perspective. Yeah. He's making more if he loses. That is crazy. Well, than any purse he's ever won in the UFC. <sighs> yeah, I don't think he's going to win. I think he's going to lose. I think it's going to I just be... Don't, I just don't think it's going to be spectacular. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a lot of other... Either... I don't know. They're two different... They're two different things. They're comparable things, but they're two different things. You know? So it's like, 
but you're being judged on the boxer. You're being judged on the, you know, and he's, I don't know. If they were doing UFC, oh, dude, come on. Like, hands down. But, man, this guy is known for, like, taking on the toughest and just kind of making him tired and wearing yep. him down. So it's like, I don't know. I think I think McGregor, if he is going to win, I think it's going to happen fucking second round, dude. Yeah. And I'm saying if fucking Mayweather wins, it's going to be in like, I don't know. Probably a decision. Probably a decision. I, I just don't see a knockout happening. I don't, I, I, I don't think Mayweather can punch hard enough to actually, like, man, it, it especially if it's anywhere after six or seven rounds, man, they're both going to be tired. There, and I, I, may, I mean, just McGregor's been hit so hard and been not been knocked out. Like he's been hit so hard, yeah, by by fighters way bigger uh, than McGregor well, than the, Mayweather. That like you can be choked out, you can be wrestling, and that takes so much exertion. Yeah, like boxing is really fucking tiring too. But I feel like if you, well, the thing is, is like, like you have you stand Canelo back up, and then you're fucking popping. You have people like, like Canelo Alvarez and all these people that Mayweather's put away. And and they're the killers of the sport, and Mayweather's just beat them. Yeah, but none of like they're all boxers, and my and like I just have this weird thing in my brain that says, man, they've only ever been trained to dodge punches. If you have a guy that is not only expecting punches to be thrown, but takedowns, chokes, and kicks to be thrown, and your body vigilant. more more vigilant and just expecting more to come maybe a little more aware more body cues more body awareness he's ready to check different movements and have two different things coming at once and i mean you know god there's just some body cues and differences that i think that mcgregor has a an advantage in in the way he's learned to who's got the reach mcgregor mcgregor's bigger McGregor's a hundred and walks around at 175 pounds, about 180 pounds, 175 pounds. Um, and he has like a four inch reach advantage. Mayweather walks around at 160 pounds and he cuts Damn. down and he cuts down to 155 one, or whatever, whatever they're fighting at. He walks around barely overweight of what he fights at. And McGregor's an easy 20 pounds Damn. over fight weight. Uh, and like three inches taller, four yeah. inch reach advantage, and he's ten year, thirteen years younger, and he's a he's just a bigger dude. Yeah, like remark slower, might get tired faster, might get tired faster. But he's amazingly fast when he's fucking energized. Well, now here's the thing: is Nate Diaz, and I've I've talked about this fight before. Nate Diaz has the best cardio in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Nate Diaz, literally, he is a triathlete. Yeah, he—that's uh, what he does in his off time. He just—he's a triathlete. He's—he's he's swam from San Francisco to Alcatraz four times. Holy shit! He—he's—he's—he has the best cardio in the game. And McGregor went five rounds with him and kept up. He got beat, but he kept up the whole time. And yeah, there's 12 rounds of boxing, but I'm sorry, Mayweather does not fight at anywhere near the onslaught. I mean, Nate Diaz is the most volume efficient puncher in any fighting combat. Per round, he throws more punches than any fighter ever other than fucking um, Gennady Golovkin 
and now the new guy, um, uh, Lomachenko, the boxer Lomachenko, um, and Gennady Golovkin, Triple G. Um, other than those guys, those are pretty volume, high, high volume punchers. Mm-hmm. But Nate Diaz, Damn. Nate Diaz throws more punches than anybody in the game per round. And for five rounds, he just doesn't stop. And McGregor held up <laughs> for five rounds. So like, I don't know, man, Damn. like there's just as much as the physical attributes of McGregor impress me and as crazy as he is and as smart a fighter as he is and as bot- body control as he is. He's not a boxer. And oh, I yeah. and like I have a hard time in my brain going his uh, his willpower and then his boxing skill. And like I want to believe the willpower will overcome the amazingness of May- Mayweather, but I don't think it will. Yeah. Part of me wants to believe it, but I don't think it will. We shall see, my friend. Yep. So, we're going to fucking Basically, Nick Clavargue here. Maybe we'll ask one more question for the... Well, no, we'll come at maybe in sequences sure. of the sweet inspiration. Yeah. So this time we conquered the soul. We did. We conquered the, the, the knowing in the soul. And, and, and what makes you think what you think and, yeah. and devalue listening. Yes. That, I'd say, are the best key walk away from of this ever, motherfucking all of all this. That's it. explosion. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. We enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking. Right. Hi, Kina. Next time we'll talk about the seeds we've planted, possibly. And and maybe the light the the, the shade that we plant we, we shine up we sh- uh we put on the haters. If we get to it. If we get to it. We might even have to We might to just like, only talk about the seed. We might talk about just the seeds we planted and then we might talk about the the like who the haters are. <gasps> And yeah. why we've labeled them and why we think the way we think about them. Sure. And is it just impulsive or is it, I don't know. We'll, yeah, it, we'll, this is going to happen. I like it. I, I like know. how this is going to turn out. Why not? And then between that, we'll just rock out to music and have some drinks and talk to amazing people. <laughs> exactly. Sounds like a good plan, team. But most of all, we love you guys. Right. And, uh, you know. Like we've always said forever, only the last couple episodes. <laughs> Drive like you know each other. I like that. Can I continue saying that? Can I, I don't just be really a thing? mind. <laughs> Isn't that important? It's a, oh, definitely. I'd say it's one of the keys. Unless you don't drive, then just right. then just ask people questions and say more than hello. Right. Like Jason said. <laughs> High five. Good night. Oh, oh we missed. Oh, oh fuck. That was a good one. All right, yeah, it was. Good night.